Welcome back to the Marty Party, guys. Got another exciting episode here for you today. Uh, this is episode six. We've come a, a long way from episode one. Believe it or not, there's been four in between now and episode one, so six total, and uh, we're excited to be here. So today, this is a really, really neat episode, right? Because today we have Megan, and this is neat because everyone I brought on, obviously, I had a really great relationship with. I've really known a lot of these people are people from you know my past and history, but I actually don't know Megan. So this is actually neat for us because it's it's completely new, completely organic. We did not prep at all. And uh, we're going to figure this out. So Megan, welcome. So hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So since this is new to me, um, <laughs> we're going to we're going to get into it. So please tell us who is Megan? Give us the background. Where did you grow up? The whole story. Okay, let's see. So uh, born and raised in Austin. Okay. Uh, moved out to San Antonio sometime around, I think, 11 or 12 years old. Yes. Uh, and I've grown up uh, mostly here. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> I've got three kids. Yep. I've got nine-year-old twins. Nine-year-old twins. Yes, their birthday was last week. Happy oh, birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Uh, and then my oldest is 10. Um, I've been married now for two years. That's incredible. Um, wonderful husband named Corey. Corey. And he is definitely my best support system. So That's I'm incredible. blessed to have him for sure. Uh, I have been in uh, new home sales for going on five years now. We were, I'm with Kindred Homes. Previously we were Wall Homes. Yep. Um, and otherwise, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, I spend a lot of my time working and whenever I'm not working, I try and get out and just spend as much time with my family as I can. That's awesome. I feel like we don't, you know, get as much time as I would like, but I try. Well, it's a, it's a crazy world out there, crazy market and, yes. and real estate is is ever changing. So, okay, for the viewers, right, a lot to digest here. So with with new builds, right, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, builders get absorbed, right? And this is something that we haven't talked about, right? So Wall Homes was a small builder um, here in town. Uh, I remember they were building at Horizon Point, I believe, or, yep, you know, originally, but yeah, back, oh, there you go. Yeah. So Horizon Point back in the day. So these smaller builders, you know, come in and get absorbed by these bigger brands or rename, mm -hmm. you know, to these bigger brands, right? And so now y'all are Kindred Homes. Mm -hmm. um, and Kindred is just here in San Antonio, or? We have a Dallas division as well. Dallas division as well, mm -hmm. okay. So local to Texas, right? Two different divisions here, and uh, great product, right? We were talking um, about this a little bit, you know, that uh, y'all have some great products all the way up to half acre lots, mm -hmm. right? You know, you've got some of the more, you know, normal neighborhood is what I'll say, you know, say right. kind of more traditional spec home products, right? So good range for people that are, are kind of looking to shop, you know? Certainly, certainly. Which um, is good. It kind of runs the gambit. We've yep. got everything from, you know, uh, We'll say a starter home, but yep. I feel like, you know, maybe that's a little bit of an outdated term, honestly. Right. Uh, so we've got the starter home type uh, product, and then we go up to Half Acre where, you know, it's their forever home. That's good. Um, and I honestly, I've worked through all of them, and I can tell you without a doubt it's been, it's a great product. Um, that's awesome. I, I love working at all of the price points. I think I have a special place in my heart for the uh, starter home just yep. because, oh my gosh, those, like, selling to families that that's their first house yes. is honestly the best feeling on the planet because they're so just grateful to have a they're, house. They're super appreciative. Yes. Super appreciative. I'm still friends with, you know, a majority of them uh, that I've sold to. I still get, you know, Christmas cards and things like that. And um, I have to say it's honestly the best positive impact I, I possibly could have had. Um, and, you know, I I look look back on those days lovingly. That's, and that's, it's interesting, right? Like that you say that because it's, very impactful for me as well. Um, speaking of Horizon Point, when y'all were in there, you know, I know y'all were on the kind of like the, I call it the north side, right? Y'all were opposite of uh, Matlock Homes. I did a lot of Matt with Matlock mm -hmm. at the time. And it's crazy because like at the prices that we were at, right? Like Matlock was selling these 
crazy, you know, semi-custom. You know, he could just come from Cal Atlantic, right? He was over there. He, he was now he was at Matlock. Like, it was just crazy. But they were selling these homes that were like in the twos, right? Like with all these upgrades. You remember what y'all were at at that time? Oh my gosh. Um, so our, whenever I first got there, we were in the mid to high two hundreds and you're familiar with that area. Yes. So honestly, that price point was, it was a little bit more difficult. It was a little bit harder to sell. Right, because a lot of that area was in the ones. Yes. A lot of that area was in the ones at that time. Yes, so you are really having to, to sell on those features. Uh, we were in the gated portion of yes. Horizon Point. And so the lots were a little bit wider, which was fantastic. It was some, it was hard to sell though, because we were backed up right to I-10. Yep. Um, so you really had to be able to sell those features and, you know, just a product comparison. And so, but it's crazy. Well, and that's, but that same house, like for, you know, for people that don't do this every day, these homes that we're talking about, like in the mid twos, right? And we're and they were not, you know, easy, like she said, to sell, right? These homes are $450,000 for the same exact home. Blows my mind just to see how much the market is just how crazy it's gotten in the last four or five years. To the point where, and it's sad, like we talk about that, right? You're their first time home buyer, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody that's just, they're thankful for an opportunity. They're trying to get their feet wet. They're trying to start. It's tough because now, you know, you look at what anything in the ones gets you. And pretty much, you know, there's a couple builders that dabble it in, in our area. You've got Lennar, Deer Horton, but they're selling zero car garage, four to 600 square feet, mm -hmm. 160, right? So when you do the math on this price per square foot, 160, you're like, oh, that's not bad, 160. Well, it's like 200 and something crazy something dollars a crazy. square foot, you yeah. know, for the product. So it's just interesting how, you know, we look at those days. And, and like you said, at that time, right, it was just more of a, it was, a, it was an expensive price for the area. Mm -hmm. And now people would trample to buy time. homes at that price point in yes. that community, which is crazy. It is. It's, it's absolutely super wild. insane. Um, you know, we've got, I, I, I started out in, um, uh, well, Horizon Point was my very first community. Okay. Um, but I've kind of been all over the place. I was out at Hunter's Ranch. Yep. Um, and then I was out at Hannah Heights and Seguin. Yep. And, uh, so I've kind of gotten to see it all, but you know, between the beginning of the pandemic to now, I mean, one, the price per square foot is, it's kind of yep. gotten nuts, but, um, you know, just see those, those price jumps and it's sad because knowing that you've kind of priced out a lot of people that right. you know are from that area you almost you almost have to um you know look for those people that are coming from out of town who right. don't mind you know that's that's normal for them so it's it's a little bit disheartening whenever you're in a community where the people that are coming in that are locals right. um that you know just really want their very first place and um they they they're already priced out right so. before they've even begin that, and yeah. that's a real that's a very real issue that like we're dealing with in the san antonio market mm -hmm. so it's it's tough because so here's some cool stats right some cool facts right so backing up to the pandemic like she mentioned so last year in san antonio area uh, I don't know if, if you've heard this, but 40% of all homes that were sold in San Antonio last year were sold to investors and corporations, right? So four out of 10 houses that are being built are being sold to someone that plans to rent them, right? So mm -hmm. now as a homeowner, you only have six out of 10 tries to purchase a property, right? Mm -hmm. Well, because of the way that's getting done, obviously the prices are, are getting jack jacked so high, like you said, that ultimately what ends up happening is locals can no longer afford right and so now you know with these homes that are selling like you said are a lot of out-of-state people we've got a lot of people moving here from california mm -hmm. a lot of florida a lot of new york and they think it's a great deal right they come to you and, and your price is in the fives right now or um no i'm more of the i have a house in the sixes but yep. uh, more so mid sevens up to high eights okay i have a house in the low nines okay perfect so all right so seventh right still perfect example right mm -hmm. someone sells their house in california for three million dollars that they've lived in for 15 years and mm -hmm. they pay two hundred fifty thousand dollars for and they roll up with three million dollars 
they will happily take your home and then they'll go down the street to Deer Horton and buy two more to rent. You know what I mean? They'll be like, absolutely, we're excited to live at, you know, at Pachinko Oaks and it's gonna be amazing out there and we'll buy two more to rent, right? So that's, it's and that happens, right? Like it's crazy because that's part of why the prices go so high is, you know, you're selling your product to somebody that absolutely can't afford it. A lot of cash buyers, a lot of, you know, conventional high 20% downs, things like that. But they're also going and buying additional properties that they're using for investments or, or their family or, or, or whatever. So it's just kind of crazy, the, the demographic, you know? It is. And, you know, good on them. If I had that opportunity, I can't say I wouldn't do the same. I'm not that blessed. Right, absolutely. <laughs> Wish. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, um, growing up in San Antonio, being from San Antonio, you really... Um, I'm not saying I would only want to sell to people from San Antonio, but I, I want to be able to sell to people from San Antonio. Right, absolutely. Um, and there's still a good market for that, for sure. You know, there's, um, we've got, a, in my particular community, we've got a ton of uh, VA, so yep. thank you for your service. Absolutely. Um, a lot of retirees, and uh, for them, you know, given tax breaks and everything else, it is, it's still a feasible thing. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, and, and the more of that mid-range product and right. down, it does become a little bit more difficult. And right. So uh, I'm... While it's, you know, never an exciting thing to, because for the last two years, we've been kind of order takers in a sense, you know, it's been so chaotic. Nobody knew what was going to happen whenever COVID first started. No, absolutely not. And it was kind of scary because you're like, is everybody going to be stuck in their houses? Is nobody going to buy? And then the exact opposite (laughs) happens. And it was insane and uh, fantastic for all the Uh, the sales reps out there for sure. Um, But uh, with with that in mind, um, you know, things are cooling off a little bit correct and um and so you really have to learn how to flex those muscles again yes it's 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 so it's like you said it's muscle memory but what's what's scary about it for new home sales professionals that haven't been in it for five years like yourself or other years is that there's no muscle memory for them to flex right people who came into this business not knowing you know the differences and the different things that were available to them so you know people just came in the door and said i want it great and everyone thought this is this this life so yeah absolutely so now it's going to come down to you know a thing where again it's you have to be good you have to care about people first and foremost absolutely right everybody gets an experience i was talking about this um at lunch with one of my agents you know we Unfortunately, there are, you know, sales professionals that at the height of the boom when things were crazy and everyone was gapped, I didn't know had anything, you know, people were coming in and they're like, look at how many things buy, right? Weren't spending time with people, weren't taking that time. That's sad. It's super sad. But, you know, ultimately, like, the ones who did and had these wait lists and like, hey, you know, gave them an opportunity, they're the ones that are selling homes now mm-hmm. because those people remember that while everyone else was kicking them out the door. Yep. Somebody thought about them. Yes. They remembered them. Exactly. And they, and they gave them an opportunity. Yeah. So and so something that she said as well, right, um, something that's neat. So if you don't live in Texas, a lot of people, we, again, we assume that people just know, right? <laughs> so if you don't live in Texas, something that's neat is the VA. Let's talk about this, right? So if you are a veteran, of course, I know most of you all know about your VA home loan benefit, right? Zero down, zero mortgage insurance. That's great. That's nationwide. Everybody kind of knows about that. A lot of people don't realize something she said about tax breaks. And so in Texas, we do not have state income tax, right? California's got like a crazy 6% thing. It's a lot, but you know, when you own a property in, in states like Hawaii or states like California, your your annual taxes are pretty low, right? So, you know, it's something that, that it's great. You pay them. I think in California, they get frozen at like the price you pay for the home. Mm-hmm. So whatever they are, they're always that low. Texas, not low. Texas high. Yes. Very high. It's a big, it's a bit of a sticker shock yes. for everybody that comes from out of state. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. It's very high. So on a $700,000 home, like what Megan was talking about that her community offers, 
just to throw a number out there, you know, in, in most in the inner city price taxes, you're at 2.23% when you're in the city. Mm -hmm. So that's 2.23% of the tax appraised value, which let's pretend is $600,000, right? Quick math there, 12, $14,000, okay? $14,000 to $15,000 a year that the city of San Antonio and the county of Bear are collecting for you as a property owner here. That And that is in addition to your mortgage. So you're paying your mortgage, your premium, all of that. Mm -hmm. So for those service members, which again, thank you for your service. Um, if you are 100% a disability rating for you know, with the VA, our state actually offers a 100% exemption. Yes. So right there, if you kind of do math on that, you were at $1,100 to $1,200 a month before your mortgage of just taxes. Mm -hmm that like she was saying, she's got a lot of people that she's worked with over the years that have used that benefit for their benefit. Absolutely. To buy homes that Absolutely. are a lot more affordable. It's such a great benefit for them to take advantage of, um, you know, and um, I, I know that it's blessed a lot of families in, Absolutely. in that area. So uh, I'm I'm very proud that we were able to do something like that, honestly. Absolutely, it's a great benefit. And something else too that um, we, I've always known about it. I've been in the business for, for 12 years and, and I've always, kind of known about the different loan products out there, but there was a time where VA was so competitive that Texas Vet wasn't really a program. So another program that we have through the state is, is the te uh, Texas Veterans Land Board, right? The VLB, and uh, they offer the Texas Vet loans. Essentially, it's it's the only difference in requirements and eligibility between a VA loan and Texas Vet is that you have to be a veteran who is intending to occupy a home in Texas to get the tax vet loan. That's the only extra requirement is that you have to plan to live here. Mm -hmm. And um, the tax vet loans, which is also really neat, is uh, they offer rates that are even lower, like that are even lower than what VA is offering right now because they're through the state and they're, and mm -hmm. they're kind of regulated that way. So that's really neat because when rates, you know, in the last couple of weeks were pushing high fives, low sixes, um, we were able to get people contracted in the fours that's with so tax vet. So it's just super neat. And tax vet loans also work on land. So if you ever do a custom build or, mm -hmm. You know, something like that. Make sure to take advantage or at least ask your lender about it. Absolutely. <laughs> so super neat there. Uh, mm -hmm. Not to go like two in the weeds, but just want to provide that info for, for you. So awesome. So Megan, okay, so we're in we're in Petrenko Oaks. Mm -hmm. um, when you're not working, what are you doing? Oh, you know, I spend as much much time as I possibly can with my husband and my kids. Okay. Uh, family for us is absolutely everything. Yep. And so um, it's it's difficult because as a sales rep, it's you know you're you're committed to weekends working at the office, which generally is the only time aside from the summertime uh, where you get to spend that quality time with them. Um, so I try to take carve out as much time as I possibly can to be with them. When I'm home, I make sure that I am present as much as I possibly can. Um, you know, putting the phone down and just trying to focus on them. Um, aside from that, though, really, I'm not a, a very materialistic person. Yeah. I don't collect things. Uh, for me, it's all about the experience. And so anytime I get the opportunity, if I can plan like quick getaway or yeah. do something, that's, that's what we'd like to do. So uh, we're big on traveling. I'm trying to make that more of a priority. That's These good. last few years have kind of put things into perspective for us. Absolutely. You, know? um, you can you never know how long you've got. So why not try and see as much as you possibly can? It's incredible. And, yeah, in the meantime. And so um, uh, every year we've, we've gone to Colorado the last three years. That was coincidental. I don't think we actually planned it that way, but we just loved it so much. So um, if you've never been to Estes Park in Colorado, mm -mm. you absolutely have to go. The entire place looks like a... Um, what am I thinking of? A post, a postcard. It's really? Just absolutely stunning. We go there um, whenever it's, you know, like in the negatives, but so worth it. Um, 
And then I will be going to Washington in a couple of months as a, like a mother daughter daughter trip. Oh, that's amazing! So excited. And so the uh, you mentioned that you have the three kids. The, the twins are they both? Uh, are they like one boy, one girl? Yes. Okay. I was blessed with boy girl twins. It's an interesting dynamic actually. Yep. So my uh, son is the more um, emotional of the two. That's um, funny. Such a sweetheart, and um, you know, super intelligent, and uh, a little bit more quiet. Yeah. Loves the ro loves Robux Roblox. Yeah, Roblox. Roblox. Yeah, yes. Roblox. That's his game. Absolutely loves it. Uh, and then his twin sister, she is my, I, I call her my little wildflower. You got it. So she's, uh, she kind of, you know, dances to the beat of her own drum. She's, um, <laughs> she's the sweetest little thing. That's she has the most, she's one of those kids that comes up to you yep. and, um, you know, has this off the wall facts that you're like, you have to fact check her to see if she's actually right, know, right about it. Yep. But like, why do you even know that? That's uh, so funny. <laughs> and then uh, their oldest, their oldest sibling, um, she is nine. She'll be 10 later this year. And she is that very much so type A, um, you know, very organized, yeah. super sweet kid. Again, a pretty emotional kid. That's funny. Um, but they all, they're, they're my greatest blessing. So, so, well, so with the mother-daughter trip, you'll take both? Oh, so actually it's a mother-daughter trip with my mother wow, and my sister. Wow, your mother, your yes. sister. This is going to be that one time where, and don't give me the mom guilt, okay? Oh, uh, but they'll be, they'll be home. Um, so I'll be going to Washington with my mom and my sister. Absolutely. Uh, it's actually a funny story. So growing up, there was this movie that we watched. Uh, it was our Every time we had like a girls' night, this is the movie we'd watched. It's called Practical Magic. It's Let's see it. uh, it's with Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock. It's honestly one of those movies that unless you've seen it, you probably have never heard of it. Right. Nineties, um, but gotta love it anyway. So uh, it's basically based uh, on this island, Whidbey Island, in um, Washington State, okay. and. For the longest time, that was going, that was, we're, we're going to go there, we're going to go there. And then so Mother's Day rolls around this year, and we were just kind of joking around about it. And, um, you know, we decided, you know, let's just do it. And so right there, sitting at the table of Papa Do's, we booked a trip. and That's incredible. We're really excited. I've never been to the West Coast before. This will be the first, the furthest I've gone. So I'm excited to see the Pacific Ocean. I get to kind of cross that off my bucket list. That's, that is yeah. a cool story. Yeah. So this is literally like childhood growing yes, up, coming right? Coming to fruition. Coming to fruition. Yeah. And like getting out there that's that's really neat we um so Meredith and I we like to travel a lot and I know some of the other viewers that, that have tuned in early you know Disney's kind of our spot we make some frequent trips to Orlando we go frequently like a couple times a year okay. um but we've never made it international right so for us like we've just we've it never worked out we had a trip to Japan planned like five or six years ago had the plane tickets and everything it was just the wrong time for the oh, business no. didn't work out it didn't go right so we're like okay and then in 2020 you already know where this yes. is going I had to I had tickets to Italy, which no. is anyone remembers 2020 in Italy, yes. where it was literally COVID city one, yes. you know, if it Wuhan was whatever. Yeah. So we would have been stuck. If we had gone, we would have been able to go. We would have been able to go there. No return we would not have come back. Like, when it, were you scheduled to go? It was like March of 2020. No way. It was yeah. literally like March 15th oh. or Mar or like, or it was March or April, but it was right there. And it, it was crazy because we had, we had like some circumstance stuff. So like we actually had a couple trips planned like that year, just like weirdly, like in a four month span, like mm -hmm. I was going to, or I went, I went uh, with a, one of the builders out here. They had like a president's club for their realtor. So we like, we went to Mexico in January. Um, one of my good friends owns a mortgage company that is based in Hawaii. So we went out there in January, right? So like I'm in Hawaii, I'm in Mexico. Um, we did Disney for, <laughs> for February, right? Mm -hmm. And then when you come to March, we had this cruise plan, right? I don't actually normally travel this much. There was just like a weird time yes. where like there was a lot of things stacked, right? Yeah. So cruise, same thing. Like the news at this point was blowing up because of uh, 
um, COVID and things like that. So we, we were afraid we chickened out. We didn't go on the cruise. And that cruise was the last cruise that went, if we had gone, that was the last cruise that, that left before like the year and a half shutdown mm-hmm. that the cruise industry had. So missed that one. And then the next month, which would have been April. So I'm pretty sure it was April. We had it, tickets to Italy and we would have been oh. like completely stuck in, and all of that. Heartbreaking. Absolutely. So, okay, there's a good end to the story, though. So, yes. the, end, the good end of the story is that, so finally, right, and, and I guess I can't say good end until it actually happens, but right. finally we are making attempt number three okay. to go international. Paris is the destination. Paris is on Sunday, this Sunday. So we'll what? we'll see if we we'll see if it happens, you know. So is it going to be just you and Meredith? Or no, that's so when kids? you said that's when you're like when you're like when you're like don't give me the mom guilt. So I'm <laughs> I have I have half dad guilt, half dad guilt. Okay. So I have two be... little kids. That's right. what I'm saying. I got two little kids. I got a I got a eight year old and a, a little boy. He's about to turn two on Thursday. His birthday is this Thursday. So you probably know where this is going. Yes. Older one's coming because she can appreciate it. She can behave. Yes. You know, fly across the ocean for you know, eight hours. Uh, I, I'm going to leave the little guy with uh, my mom. Perfectly smart, smart choice. Very <laughs> smart choice. Absolutely. So it's, uh, I think that's neat too, because, um, you know, definitely nowhere near as cool as your like childhood story. <laughs> um, I think it's cool for us because like, we've just tried for a long time to go mm-hmm. international. Like it just, it's never worked out. So we, same type of thing, right? Like is the market the best right now, right? No, like, yes, sales are slowing down. People are selling less home. People are projected to make less money. But I kind of said the same thing. I'm like, look, you know, I'm only going to be the age I am now, right? One time, right? You never know. People get cancer. People get sick out of nowhere. And to be in a hospital bed and be like, man, I'm glad I stayed at, exactly, I stayed at work. Glad I stayed at work when you can always make more money. Nobody ever says that versus having those memories and experiences. So uh, we're doing it. Yeah, that's awesome. So Paris this Sunday. Paris this Sunday. I have to say I'm super jealous. Uh, It's we're excited. You know, my before my husband and I got married. So funny story. I'll say that real quick. So we got married February 2nd of 2020. Okay, right before COVID. Right before COVID hit. And it honestly worked out so well. It happened to land. We didn't realize this uh, until like a month before, but it happened to land on Super Bowl Sunday. So everybody was super upset because we were like right in the middle of the Super Bowl. Right. We were walking down the aisle. but you know, we had gone on. We had gone to Colorado. That was our first experience going to Colorado, and it was the most amazing trip. And then by the time we got back, was when you started hearing a lot more of that. Yeah, uh, a lot more people talking about it and stuff. And then, um, you know, less than a month later, everything is shut down. Crazy. Um, so it worked out so well. We are so blessed that it happened then, uh, rather than what I originally was intending to do, which was fall of 2020. And oh, my husband gosh. was, you know, he just couldn't wait to marry me. So that's um, incredible. He had to pull. He had to pull it up. Um, but you know, really great experience. The funny thing is, though, my husband had never really been on a trip Ever. prior. No, and uh, he's from here. He's from here. So born and raised in uh, Spring Branch, San Antonio area. Yep. And um, he'd only ever gone, you know, like road trips to visit family in like New Mexico. Right. Uh, so for the, this, for him, was you know, um, going to Colorado. You know, us traveling is a whole new experience and something that I feel like he's still trying to kind of acclimate to. Right. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to push him to do that. Yeah. You know, because uh, again, I don't spend money on material things. I want to, you know, have do things. Life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I want to enjoy it, experience it. So um, I've been slowly but surely working my way up to, you know, I want to I want to take it, you know, uh, overseas. I want to yeah. go overseas uh, somewhere. So our next uh, family trip is probably going to be um, Disney, Disney World, Disney World. World is Florida. Yes. So Disney World. I've been wanting to take the kids forever. And yep. it just I always get uh, kind of scared about it. Maybe I'll have to ask you and Meredith about it later. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, just because everybody tells me, you know, well, one, you know, it's crazy expensive or really just the time of year that you go. And then there's all these hacks and stuff. Yes. And my brain cannot handle all of the craziness that seems to be, you know, going into all this planning. I'm super ADHD. So I'm like, I've lost, 
I've lost my momentum. I don't know. So that's, that's why we end up going back to Colorado every year. Because it's simple? Yes, it's simple. We know where we're sense. going. We've got it. Uh, but I am working to kind of push him to the direction. To go though. overseas. Yes. So it, it's it's interesting, right? Like speaking on, on like travel and Disney. So it's interesting because – so we, we go a couple times a year for mm-hmm. the people that don't know. We – um, we actually, it's super bizarre. Like we have annual passes, right? Like legit, like I was what? feeling like my wallet, like I carry it with me. Like my, I'm going to take it out of my wallet. No, I don't. Whip it out so, look, we legit have our Disney world. <laughs> this is my daughter. This is Lily's. We have our legit like Disney world annual passes. Right. So, which is weird. Cause obviously being out of state, you would think that like people, you wouldn't, right. Yeah. You would think that like legitimately you, you wouldn't be You wouldn't that. have it unless you lived in Florida. Right. Exactly. Right. And so we managed to make it work to where like it actually like kind of practically makes sense like there's a lot of like hacks and stuff involved in like airline miles you know obviously owning the business things like that so there's a lot of things that make it make sense right but disney in general okay so disney in general is it's and this is what's sad about it and i don't know if the walt disney company realizes they've done this they have made it a miserable place to go without a plan miserable right you and it's so sad every time i go there Right, I see all these people that are like wearing the my first trip and all of that, right? Terrible moods. Yes. Terrible moods. And it's because think like think about it. Overtime, second jobs, savings, skipping X, Y, and Z to save up for that the trip, right? The Disney trip. But there weren't they didn't watch any hacks, they didn't watch any videos, they didn't watch any plans, and so they show up versus the people that were overly prepared. And they just have a miserable time. It's hot. They're waiting two hours for rides because ev- all of this, like you said, has a strategy, right? right? Like there are rides to ride at certain times. There's certain fast passes to get at certain times going in an it's order. Goodness. It's a whole thing, right? right? Oh, gosh forbid you want to dine, right? If you want to dine at any of the restaurants, <laughs> like that's reserving things 60 days in advance. So you have to be awake at 7 a.m. our time when the reservation system opens to reserve the dining and you need to know exactly what time you're gonna eat at, you need to have your party size, but everyone else is reserving at the same time that you are also. It's absolutely super crazy. Even when we're there, like when we're there, they have um, a system called, it's called the Genie Plus. And so it's basically their don't wait in line feature, Mm -hmm. right? And it's not like that Six Flags flash pass where you just roll up and you're like, I'm here, right? Same thing, it's got reservations and you can only do like one at a time. And when you do one and then you have to wait for two hours, but the reservation time opens at 7 a.m. So like we may not be going to the park till nine or 10. I'm waking alarms up at like 6.55 at the hotel because I got to know that I got to reserve the ride. Yes. So I think this is crazy, like interesting fact, especially for someone that's never gone, like Disney's made it very difficult to have a relaxing vacation, especially if you don't plan. Yes, I feel like I would be part of that meme, you know, expectation versus reality. Yes. And that's exactly why uh, there's just, there is so much planning involved. And, um, you know, I hate to say it, but like, I don't know that I have enough patience to try and plan something like that out. Absolutely. Maybe I'll just give it to my husband. Well, it was, and I, like, I'm the opposite. Like, I'm, I'm terrible. If you don't like structure, I'm the worst. Like, I am... Like our our Paris trip, like I have like legit an itinerary. Like every day, <laughs> there's like schedules and reservations yes. at certain times, and like there's distances mapped out between the locations. Like, see, I wish I was that way. I wish I was. Um, however, I feel like if you were to have two of those in one household, it would just be you know everything would explode. Yes, it would be every, chaos. Everything would explode. You gotta have a little variety in life. So absolutely, I'm the yin to my husband's yang. It sounds like Meredith is that same yes. way for you. Absolutely, Meredith like legitimately like. And it's funny, I, I say this in a very loving way, like, I legitimately don't think she, like, even, un, like, no, like she knows we're going to Paris, obviously, but I don't think there's anything past that. Like, I don't think there's even a thought of, like, where are we staying? When are we getting there? What's the airline? 
I don't she knows think you've got it covered. Right. There's literally no thought into yes, like, are we good? <laughs> like, sounds like the dream. She just has to show up. Literally. I love that. So you know, you, you know your strengths. I know my strengths. Know your strengths. So Absolutely. That's that's your job, and then you know she'll be able to, you know, like help you be in the moment while you're there. Exactly. So instead of you know you being hyper focused on a map, she's gonna be like, oh my gosh, look and see what we're what you're missing. And that's actually the type of person she is. Yeah, exactly. That's she's, me. That's me as well. We were out there bonding about it uh, oh, a little she, while ago. She's yeah, she's incredible. And so we, uh, for her, photography is kind of her hobby and we've gone away from same thing like things have gotten busy she's gone away from it so now she's you know trying to get back into it what better way than of course you know old earth if you will right mm -hmm. you know all, the, all these cities right um so she where she's gonna have a great time just kind of re yeah you know exploring and dealing that well i hope you guys have a wonderful time that's incredible how long are you gonna be there for? we're going from sunday of this week which is the seventh um for nine days so it's it's <laughs> two days of travel right, right. And it would like the bookends of travel and then like you have because it's kind of weird like it's it's nine days but like the sunday is like you lose because you're flying forward in right. time so like by the time you get there it's monday right but it's still sunday it, so it's a weird it's a weird situation so we have seven full days there where we're like we're waking up there and you're there all the time and then like when you come back the back's the worst the back is the worst because you you're leaving paris you know at like let's say noon okay let's mm -hmm. say you're leaving at noon and you'll show back up in America, it'll be like three o'clock, right? It'll be the same day, right? It's like mm -hmm. three o'clock. And so you're like, bro, I've been awake for, you Ever. know, all these hours, <laughs> right? It's three o'clock and you have the whole rest of the day, yes. you know, to kind of go. You have to get reacclimated to, you know, yes, just to everything. Yes. Because you're, you're literally going back in time. So that's, that's super <laughs> neat. Uh, something I wanted to ask actually as well, um, you know, kind of with your, you know, your new home sales career, you mentioned obviously kind of the mom of three, right? For people that maybe are considering a job in real estate or even in like new home sales, you know, what, how is the impact of being a mom of three? And your kids are, I would consider the middle age, right? And they're not right. young ones anymore, but they were five when you started. Yes. What, let's go back to five. What was it like when they were five and you're a mom of twins and you're in the new Ooh. home world? How, how are you doing this? Okay, so luckily I have an incredible family. So okay. it really does take a village. Um, and honestly, it was, it was chaotic, yep. uh, incredibly chaotic, but I had a fantastic family, friends that were, you know, willing to help out. And, um, I mean, I honestly don't know where I would have been had it not been for them. I honestly don't think that I would have been in the position that I'm in now. Right. Uh, they gave me that opportunity to be able to, um, succeed really. Um, I had, you know, my husband now he, his schedule, while we don't have the, you know, the great, it isn't lineup for us in particular, you know, he handles so much of the at home stuff. Shout out to Corey. Cause you do everything. Thanks. Babe. <laughs> um, but he handles so much of the at home stuff, you know, the cooking and a lot of the cleaning. Yep. And, um, I mean, I, it, it's incredible uh, how much you know help that I've had. That makes sense. Um, it definitely chaotic at the time. Uh, my husband and I weren't together, so it the mom guilt never goes away. Uh, I will That's say tough. that right now. Yeah. Um, you know, you're 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 you want to be as present as you possibly can, but at the same time, you also know that that phone call that you're getting may just be another a lead to you know help sell a house, right. and uh, you don't want to miss those, especially now. Um, so that's, and that, that, that's hard. People don't like realize that, like, even for like, for us, like with this next week thing, I was telling Meredith, like, you know, we never want to miss an opportunity. Like, right. it's just the nature of real estate, which yes. is that the one and 
what's, what's sad about it, the pressure that I don't think a lot of people realize, like they just see like agents and new home reps and they're like, oh, y'all make so much money and all that. The pressure of like, if I ever say no, someone else will say yes, mm -hmm. never ends. And it's a true thing because like, if she doesn't answer the phone, right? Or if I don't answer the phone, the buyer is not just like, well, I guess I'll wait till they call back. Never. They call they the on. next person. Yeah. They literally call the next person. So yeah. if you're, you know, at the time, right, whatever the situation was with you and the kids, right, you know, and you're there by yourself or whatever it was, and the phone's ringing, you kind of got to answer. You got to answer, and you just apologize for the, you know, the kid throwing a tantrum in the background. And most people are very understanding of that because they yep. have children as well. Um, but there's. You're juggling. You're juggling a lot. And Absolutely. luckily I've managed to find uh, a good balance, you know, for the most part. I don't think the mom guilt ever really quite yep. goes away, but um, I, I've, we found a good balance, which is fantastic. That's really good. Um, you know, whenever it comes to, whenever it comes, especially for like single parents or what have you, the, the best way to be successful is, you know, whenever you're at work, just be present yep. and um, make whoever's coming in that door your top priority. That makes sense. Um, you know, you never know who's going to walk through that door. It very well could be somebody that has no no idea or no no plans to buy anytime soon. And um, you give them that experience. You give them that experience, and you very well could have a contract out of it. You know, a couple days later, and that's happened to me on multiple occasions where people have come in, and you know, you get the standard, oh, I'm just looking, you know, or what have you, or um, you know, the biggest. Uh, it was the most serendipitous moment. Um, my my personal like home inspector, right. um, super great guy. And, um, he helped us. We were looking for a house during the middle of the pandemic, yep. which was so fun. Um, and we we're looking at pre-owns because we were very specific on the particular it, yep. area we wanted to be in. And, um, uh, you know, I, I worked with them a few times cause we ended up pulling out a few times. And, um, one day this lady walks in, had no, she, you know, yep. she was very much so happy with her house. They had just bought it, you know, a year or yeah. two prior. And she was like, I was just getting ideas for, you know, uh, what we could do in our house. I love looking through model homes and her and I get to talking and we, uh, we, you know, such a great conversation that we were having. It just flowed so naturally. And, uh, she starts mentioning things like little offhanded things about her husband and, um, how he used to work, uh, as a city inspector for the city of San Antonio and, uh, what have you. And I recall all of this stuff from my personal home inspector. And so I was like, you know, what is your, is your husband, you know, so-and-so and, um, sure enough it was. And I ended that's up selling them a house two days later. That's crazy. So full circle moment. Um, it, it really is just about, you know, being present in that moment and, um, you know, treating everybody as if, Maybe they don't want to buy a house, but you build that relationship with them because maybe their best friend does or maybe their mom does. And um, I've, I've been, you know, relatively successful yes, due absolutely. to that. Um, That's good. Yeah. You never know who's going to walk through. No, you, you, do, you don't. And I think a lot of people, like we said, like they kind of take that for granted, right? And I think that one of the, the you know, the big things that you were kind of going into with just people, right? You don't know who these people are. Okay. They're people from your past that just come in and make moves, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and in the pandemic, it was very difficult, right? You know, multiple offers, overbidding, crazy, crazy stuff, right? We've, crazy. we've had some crazy stuff. And um, I think that's why it's just, again, always important to kind of be on. But I think what's really impressive about what you were doing, especially at the beginning of, you know, the or not the pandemic, but before when your kids were a little younger, and you were started to wall, like, just juggling that, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you know, you're in a model home, right? You know, you, you got the the kids that are calling right where's mom like, like it's there's a lot going on and, and i know obviously it's hard like the, like you said the guilt is hard but ultimately you know you're able to get get yourself to a position where you know of course now you're living you know the life that you want to be living for them with you know your house and everything so it's like it's a it's a it's a good build-up story yes yes you know, you know i have to say that um <clears throat> 
I have a mentor who, yeah. uh, he, he took a total chance on me because at the time I didn't know anything about real estate yeah, absolutely. and, uh, I was definitely kind of thrown to the wolves, but, um, I, uh, my mentor, Adam price, I have, thank you, Adam. Um, he, he took a chance on me. He offered me a, um, an internship as I was doing their online marketing stuff and, you yeah. know, um, you know, Facebook, what have you. And I wasn't, I'm not even that much into, um, know social media type stuff but given the opportunity he, he was like it's gonna be unpaid you know but uh we'd love your help and um i was like well if it's gonna be unpaid train me on sales yeah i'll do it for free i'm happy to do it for free train me on sales and at the time i was going to school and i you know single mom yep. and i was working and and i took this on and it really was the biggest shot in the dark and i was like can i really overwhelm myself with something else to do but yeah. uh honestly it was to it was a total blessing in disguise uh, well i don't even know if it was that well disguised but um it was an absolute blessing awesome. and and um, somebody took that opportunity, you know, um, to train me up a bit. And within six months, I was offered a sales rep position. And yep. um, never looked back. I had no clue what I was doing. I wrote up my first contract on my second day. And, you know, I'm like, I'm having to make calls every 30 seconds. Yeah, you know, so how, sure like am I doing this right? Am I doing this That's right? That's great. Um, and, you know, just to kind of see how my career has evolved over those the past several years has been it still kind of gives me chills because had I not have, you know, done an unpaid internship, um, you know, not knowing what I was going to be doing, I, I wouldn't be in this position. And it really has been the greatest blessing. I, I do it, even though it is stressful. I don't want, I don't want anybody to think that, you yeah, know, it's easy. It's easy. It's not. Um, and I don't want people to be scared away because, you know, as a single parent, it, it does, it's, it's a little bit difficult. But right. That doesn't mean you can't do it. No. And um, I, I, we went from, you know, not, not a horrible situation, but, you know, maybe not where I wanted to be. Right. And, uh, it's completely turned our lives, you know, around uh, completely around. And, um, I, I think there's just a thing. testament to just like doing something. Um, one of our, so on our one second episode, I believe it was second or third episode, we had an amazing uh, lady. Her name's Amanda. She works for Chesmar mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, similar, very similar situation. Um, uh, without, she didn't have the kids, but she, didn't have a sales job, right? Like she just was doing whatever, mm -hmm. right? And so then she was mentioned that, you know, she got a gig as like an assistant part-time and ended up obviously becoming a full-time sales rep and, and you get know, same thing, right? Like huge impact on her life yes. um, over there. So I think like one of the big things that's interesting about it and like just good perspective that like we haven't talked about before with, you know, people looking for the industry is that, you know, ultimately first and foremost, like, you know, we're humans, right? We're people, it's very difficult, but you know, again, like we, we make the best of it, but, Real estate, new home sales, like it's a really life-changing opportunity for people that are willing to put in the work. Yes. But you have to do something. Yes. A lot of people just wait in their situation. They're like, oh, it's going to get better. And, you know, I think that just sometimes you got to help yourself, yes. you know? Uh, absolutely. You know, you can sit there and feel sorry for yourself. Nobody's walking to my door or you can, you know go and start making calls or right. really just showing up to, uh, to realtors offices. offices visits. Exactly. And you know, I have to say, I am not, I'm not one of those people that's really great at the networking thing. Right. I get anxiety when I'm in big groups. And so, uh, Lauren inviting me over to the, um, the movie theater where yeah. you guys did the Jurassic world, which by the way, was so fantastic. Um, that was that even that was just kind of one of those, okay, I'm going to do this and put my toe in. Um, but really it's, it, you, if you're presented with an opportunity, right. you know, take, take full advantage, do whatever you can to make that work for you. Because I promise you that if you are willing to put that, you know, that work in, if you're willing to put that time in and, um, you know, maybe get that rejection a hundred times, that one contract from that, like 101st call. Absolutely. It, it's all, it makes it all worth it. It makes it all worth it. Yeah. And I, I think that like, and that's like in this short time, like that's where I'm like super impressed with what you're saying and what you've done is, is again, like rejection's going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're like, you're, you're not in any sales job, right? It doesn't matter if you're selling cell phones. It doesn't matter what you're selling 
rejection is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, like, y'all have to understand just if you do this or anything like this, right, it, it's all about, like, the consistency. Mm -hmm. Because it, like you said, it may be person 101 that is the one that's willing to give you the opportunity. But you can't stop at 99 because you'll have done 1 through 99 for no reason. Right. And then, obviously, the results are down the road. So that's crazy. That's, that's super interesting. Okay. So, you know, kind of, like, coming to our close, I, I would like to ask, you know, just kind of, like, with the market, right? You know, obviously things are getting different, you know, things are getting a little bit different. So I, I wanna know just, you know, how are you like, as a sales rep speaking to other sales reps, let me frame okay. the question, right? As a sales rep speaking to other sales reps, right? How are you telling your coworkers or even people in the industry, like what are you telling them to be resilient like in this time? What are, what do they need to be doing? Honestly, having a positive attitude, it's it's a little bit difficult right now. You know, we, we are all still experiencing, um, you know, material shortages right. and, and delays and things of that nature. And uh, while that is difficult and you, you kind of just have to keep looking forward and knowing that the potential is out there. Yeah. And, um, you know, the more you make connections with people, the more likely you are that, again, if they don't, they are not shopping, you know, for a house right now, maybe they know somebody that is. And right. so um, I'm con I, I try and keep in contact with my previous homeowners because, you know, it's one of those, hey, do you have anybody that's interested? Yeah, you know, absolutely. pick your neighbor type of type of situation. Um, and you're going to have to be resilient. I, I you know, I'm sure you recall back in, you know, 2018, 2019, where it was most definitely yes. a seller's market. Correct. And uh, I'm sorry. Not sellers, buyers. buyers market, yep. and um, so those incentives yes. were um, high, crazy. Those were the dear four, anything. five, six percent. Yes. yes, it was wild. You could negotiate anything, and you really didn't feel like you could tell them no because you knew that if you told them no, then people so, down the street were going to say, say yes. yes. And so um, now, you know, we're presented with that. We're kind of cooling down a little bit. Whereas you're starting to see more of those incentives and stuff. And so really just learning your incentives and then trying to um, and explaining them in a in a way that you know, layman, yeah, explain them in layman terms so people can understand. Right. Um, you know, a lot of people don't understand what, oh, you'll get, you know, 2%, um, you know, cash back towards your, um, or not cash back, but, you yeah. know, towards, uh, to bring your interest rate down right. or what have you. Explain what that means. Go into a little bit more detail. And, Correct. Um, you know, the more information that you give, the better. Correct. Um, I think that that, like, I think that that is a super solid answer because I see it, right? Like, mm -hmm. and, I, and we were talking about this a little while ago, you know, I think that one of the things that has made Rebate House really unique, um, and sales reps, like this is for y'all, right? Not necessarily like, oh, hey, we're talking about Rebate House, we're talking about like y'all for yourselves, right? Like even when we're not involved, figure out what people need, right? Like the thing is, is that like, it's great to have $30,000 in incentives and all these great things, but what if somebody literally doesn't care about that, right? What if somebody cares about the color of their cabinets being purple, yeah. right? Or they care about this and that. You're talking to them about, well, it's great. We have $20,000 in incentives and we're going to buy your rate. And they're like, yeah, that's great, but I want purple cabinets. So like, how do I get purple yes. cabinets? You know, like you, you have to learn, listen. you have to listen yes, yes. to what they want. And I think, I think that like, ultimately as the market changes, you know, one of the biggest advices that I feel like I'll give to new home sales reps like that are in, you know, in the industry right now is listen to people because you may not need to throw the kitchen sink at them and be like commission rebate, you know, uh, oh, we're gonna give bonus to the realtor. We're gonna give all these closing costs. Lot If that's not even what they're asking yeah. for, you know what I mean? What's, not the, priority. what's the scenario? Right. Is it monthly payment? Is it location? Is it lot? Because as you know, like in our personal lives, like there are things that we will pay a premium for 
if they're things that are important to us, right? right? If we find value in them. Absolutely. Everybody will though. No. And so like, it, you know, because if, if everyone just wanted the best deal, cheapest deal, you know, then, then all these value brands would be the, the top thing, right? right? People would buy like, you know, the, the CVS brands, the Walmart brands, all these brands, they would just buy the, the store route brands, but people still buy Coca-Cola. People still buy Heinz, right? And mm -hmm. it's because they pay a premium for things like that. So I, I think that really right now, you know, it, it, it feels like a race to the bottom kind of on the other side, like, oh, everyone's just going to give everything away. But I don't, I don't think we're there yet. I, no. I think if we address, you know, what is it? Payment concern, right. interest rate concern. Are, you know, are you uncertain about the outlook of, of the prices, right? Right. Let's go back and look through history, right? Okay, cool. The prices are going to cool off a little bit, but hey, two years ago, there were 90 K less. So even if we go down 30 K right now, still 60 grand more than right. it was Two years ago. Perspective. Perspective. Yes. Education. Yes. Absolutely. That's cool. And something I'm always trying to tell people, I'm like, yes, it may be cooling off a little bit. And you you may see some price, you know, some prices decrease, which right. is, you know, understood. understood. Right. We get it. But um, I say all that to say, eventually, you know, that's going to, it's, it's going to level off and come the other way and come the other way so even if you're you're nervous about we're not gonna i don't i personally don't believe that we're gonna go you know rock bottom yep. again or anything like that um and everybody's concerned about interest rates interest rates are something that can change you Correct. know you can refinance you Absolutely. can get a lower interest rate so lock in the house that you love now because rather pricing than pricing can't change exactly because that sales price it's not gonna go that far down and more likely than not go back up absolutely absolutely and i think i think that this is a short window i think that i think that exactly what megan and I are talking about right now for those who are watching I think that the sales price reduction thing is a very short window I think it's only while there's this COVID backlog where right. all these starts happen and right. everyone was building for demand that's now gone away right these things are all going to get fire sold between October November December January February right by Q1 of next year we're going we're gonna to be normal because I, I don't know about uh, Kindred, but like I know that some of the other builders have already adjusted their new starts, so they're starting less products. So, you right. know, by the time we hit spring, summer of next year, there's going to be less homes for sale. Right. So Just once competitive again. Absolutely. And so once this backlog clears and everyone has to stop discounting and things, it's, it's going to get crazy. So And not to mention, you know, the uh, material shortages, while they aren't, um, <clears throat> it's not 100% back yet. Right. It's not 100% nope. great, but significantly better than what we were at a year ago. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, all of those things, those are all temporary situations and uh, they will... <laughs> They will correct themselves, and so it's better to be, um, you know, in a position where you found what you want and you have it, rather than you know hoping for the best and then you know finding out that that's not actually the case later on down the road. Absolutely, and and you know we uh, I saw we were talking going back to like your Horizon Point days. Like I saw a post um, from a, a on Shift Talk from a guy that he works for Lennar, and he was talking about it was a really sad story about how. Like two years ago, he had this lead come in, right? You know, first time home buyer, wanted to buy, real expensive home. Saw the payment, which was like $1,300, and was just like, this is too high for me, right? It was, it's uncomfortable. I'm going to wait till I get a better job. I will come back. So that exact same lead came back to the Lennar rep. And of course, you and I both know what happened, right? Even though they had gotten a better job, gotten a raise and everything, the house price had outpaced so much that that they actually could afford less than they could have the first time, yeah. right? So like, and they, they, they just they closed the door, right? You know? They, they became not able to buy. So I think the other thing is that the, the saying is, is you date the rate, but you marry the house. That's the saying, right? right? Which is like the house price is forever. The mortgage can change, right? Exactly. So if, if and we're not telling people to be house poor, don't bankrupt yourself. Not at all. Please don't do Yes, <laughs> please live within your means. Yes. But what, what we are saying is that um, if it's getting a, a cup of less to Starbucks every day and, you know, going out to eat one less time a week or whatever for a year and a half to two years, potentially with these rates being what they are, mm -hmm. 
make the sacrifice yes. because you don't want to be in a situation where, you know, they're like, hey, welcome to Kindred Homes and we're $700,000 when you had an opportunity three or four years ago to purchase one of their amazing products in the threes and fours. Yeah, and I can't tell you how many of those conversations that I'd had, you know, over the last several months where people had come in um, because they'd heard, you know, yes. that things are changing. And so, you know, now it's going to be a buyer's market again. And, um, you know, so we were just wondering, did you guys lower your prices? And, you know, when I showed them my interest rate or my, my price sheet and, um, you know, their faces kind of fall and, you know, two years ago or three years ago, we, they, you know, they were, you know, significantly less. I'm like, well, you know, times have changed. Absolutely. And, um, so, you know, you never want to live with that regret of if you oh. find the perfect neighborhood, you find that perfect plan. You know, if you have it within your means to do it now, do it now. Um, you never know what's going to happen in the next year or two. Um, no. And more likely than not, you know, interest rates, they fluctuate all the time. Very well could go back down, get yourself a better interest rate. Um, but you can't change the price of the house. Yeah, you can't change the price of the house. Well, and there's so. people out there that want to help. So, you know, in in closing, guys, you know, the biggest thing that I think that this has been a really good episode, you know, with Megan is is that there are people that want to help you, right? Like yes. there are people, in, especially all over nationwide, right? But specifically in the San Antonio market, there's a lot of great people that have information out there that want to help you, right? Do not disqualify yourself. Do not be like, oh, I don't qualify because of X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. or this doesn't work because of credit or, or these bills or whatever. Talk to somebody yes. that actually can walk you through the scenarios because we can fix a lot of the things that prevent people from buying. Absolutely, you know. Get you going. Uh, don't assume that you, you're you not going to be able to qualify, you know, simply because you hear news. Um, you know, you, you that's not your personal circumstances, you know. Nope. Nobody knows until they know. And so uh, get out there and get information. Um, you know, talk with somebody from Rebate House. Absolutely. And see, if they can, see if they can help you out and kind of guide you in the right direction. Absolutely. And, and lastly, guys, too, the other thing is, is, like, don't get caught up with the news. So, you know, the Fed's historic raise of interest rate, you know, 0.75 last week. I checked rates today. Rates are at 4.625 for FHA and VA. That last I checked is the lowest they've been yep. in the last like 60 days, right? So, hey, Fed rate went up, home rates went down because they're not correlated at all. They're two completely different index funds. So again, don't qualify. Don't believe the fake news. Get a home. But uh, thank you so much, Megan, for coming in, guys. This is Marty Party episode six. I have to count them and make sure. So thank you all. As always, guys, subscribe to the channel, like uh, the Facebook page, you know, TikTok for more content. We got more guests coming out. Out and uh, this has been amazing. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Have a great day, guys.